Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Superficial Magic, the most magical place on the internet. I'm your host, Megan Granger, and today we are joined by one of our favorites. Um, she's like a mentor to me. She's like a teacher to a lot and she's a genius to the universe. <laughs> <laughs> it's Lisa Sunstead. <laughs> a genius to the universe. Can you guys tell that I don't know. We're a little we're a little out there today, but I think it's going to I think it's going to all work out, but I don't even know what I just said where that came from. That was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> we what she means is we are both vibrating at a very high frequency right now we are things are clicking things are easy we're mm-hmm. in the flow mm-hmm. you're able to see the coincidences in life you see the magic working everything we need i'm is, like do you have this presented. and you're like it's at your left hand and i'm like <laughs> okay do you have this and you're like it's at your right hand and both things i needed which were kind of random stuff were just right in front of me right so that's where we're at today it's kind of crazy yeah yeah it's fun though it's very if fun you, if you guys can get yourself into the flow like this you're gonna experience a fun ride do you think we have to get back out of the flow sometimes well, it's like Abraham Hicks and when they talk about contrast. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. God, you're too smart. <laughs> we're, we're on the same level. It right is. Now. So Abraham Hicks says that when you aren't in flow, when things are frustrating, when things are going bad, when you're just hitting a bunch of roadblocks, that's not actually a bad thing. You're collecting information of what you don't want. Yes. Right. Exactly. So you need that information to take with you you wouldn't be able to recognize white if we didn't have black right so we gotta we gotta see it all yeah exactly it is frustrating though when you're when you're collecting your contrasts because you're just like (laughs) "Ooh, i hate this yeah you but but the more practice you do through meditation and prayer and getting centered and asking mm-hmm. and writing, you start to recognize right away much quicker when you're out of alignment and you can get yourself back in very quickly. It's so crazy how quickly I can feel when it's not flying. Right, right. because things become hard. There's resistance. Doors feel like they're shutting. Mm-hmm. Traffic is moving too slow. Yeah, you're you get off at the wrong exit. Yep, you're behind the like old or, lady paying and change at the grocery yeah. store, or you get sick, physically sick, like yeah. the, the cold, and you're in bed. And do you know what happened last week? Um, I did a podcast with my friend Alyssa, who you have to meet. I don't think you ever have, but 
I wanted to release a bunch of um, grudges and old feelings and whatever. And we talked about it. And that week, I really um, felt motivated to do it just because I had told other people I was going to do it. (laughs) (laughs) You had to become accountable. So I had to become accountable. And people were like, I want to forgive too. And that... (laughs) And that gave me like some motivation because I was like, okay, I want them to, to be able to forgive. So maybe if I do it, it'll motivate somebody to do it. Mm -hmm. Whatever the case, I wrote a letter from this person. I have been unable to forgive. And so I wrote it from him to me Hmm. and it was just like, dear Megan, I am so sorry. I did blah, 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 blah. This is why. I'm not showing up for myself and this is why I couldn't show up for you because of that. And this is where I'm sick and blah, 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 blah. Wow. Mm -hmm. And something about that really clicked for me. And I released all, it was like an energy dump of just this negative energy. I don't mean that like in the pooping way. I just mean like, yeah, no, (laughs) I I'm right there with you. And like, it was just a toxic energy. Yeah. I got, it just, lifted Mm -hmm. and it was like this kind of obsessive thought that's always in my head just kind of was gone Mm -hmm. and the next day I woke up so sick and I think that it it was related you think so Mm -hmm. that's interesting that you got sick even though did you feel relief did you feel like yeah and I and the sickness you know felt terrible and I felt relief but I think sometimes when we get rid of negative energy it's like takes a lot of energy. It takes a lot out of, of you. Yeah. That's so fascinating. Isn't that weird? Yeah. And then the next day I was fine. Yeah. Well, you needed to rest, you know, because yeah. we are all energy and you only have, you have a limited amount of energy to conduct, you know, your business and your day with. Mm. And if you don't protect your energy. That's why obsessive thoughts suck so much. I know. Because you can only focus on so many things and most of us are just thinking about old shit or ruminating ruminating stuff that living worrying. in the past or worrying about the future mm-hmm. I mean it's a very hard to stay present mm-hmm. I don't want to say hard I don't want to say anything negative anymore I want to catch myself I want to say it's challenging it's different but, but it can be done yes it's different it's different <laughs> that's good I like that it's different I'm really trying you know what my therapist said to me she said that she was explaining to me dopamine receptors and how they work in the brain and I said and she said there are things that can replace dopamine healthier ways like meditation Mm. and hypnosis and I said to her oh I meditate and she goes great and I go yeah I go I do Vedic meditation I go I don't do it twice a day like you're supposed to she goes did you just catch yourself right now and I go, oh, oh, she goes, you just like discounted something positive that mm. you're doing for yourself by, you know, saying, oh, I only, I, I'm not perfect at it. Right. She's like that. You got to watch that. Yeah. Because meditating for 20 seconds a day is an accomplishment. Yeah. And I just feel like it's a way to be mean to myself, mm-hmm. beat myself up. So mm-hmm. she said. She goes, I just want you to pay attention to how often you have negative thoughts and how you treat yourself. Ooh. Yeah. And she said, I want you to treat yourself as good and as kind as you would treat anyone else in your life or your niece and nephew. 
oh, that's a hot, yeah, that's a hot button. You love your niece and nephew. Oh my God, I have two nephews and I have a niece and I'm obsessed with them mm-hmm. and my heart melts when I'm around them. Yeah, I don't have kids, but that's the closest thing I have to kids. And I would never in a million years say anything mean to them. Yeah, that's important to talk mm-hmm. to yourself like you would a friend. Yeah. Although sometimes I'm really mean to my friends. <laughs> <laughs> well that's probably because they deserve it right exactly because they're bitches um okay they're probably pieces of shit (laughs) (laughs) you're obsessed with your therapist i love like i'm afraid you're gonna start stalking her i i just i can't even believe i found this woman it was a miracle i prayed i said i need some help i need a good therapist then i called um, i was i don't know i was directed through inspiration to call my sponsor Mm -hmm. in a 12-step program. My sponsor, I said, do you have somebody that is in my area? I don't want to drive too far. I got super specific. I go, that's really good that you know that you can refer to me to that might take insurance. She said to me, Dr. Monica Weil, you know? And I said, okay. I called Dr. Monica Weil. She said she doesn't (laughs) take her name. (laughs) She doesn't take my insurance. (laughs) right Uh you know how how complicated insurance companies are completely so she doesn't take my insurance but I called my insurance company and I said listen I know you don't take this woman but is there any way you guys can cover her because I need her and the the woman was like why do you need her and I said well uh, I'm a recovering alcoholic I'm bipolar one with major manic episodes I said I have trauma in my background and I need I need somatic therapy and, and that's I need what Miss she, Dr. Monica yeah and that's what she specializes in and she's right down the street from me and the woman was like okay let me get back to you she got back to me and said you're covered <gasps> ask for what you want yes you know how complicated it is to deal with Blue Cross and mm-hmm. try and get anything covered and all I have to pay is $35. That's crazy. Whenever you guys want something out there, just think Dr. Monica. <laughs> <laughs> and go for it. <laughs> it's that thing that we talk about all the time. We talked about it last time I was on your podcast. Be specific. Mm-hmm. You certainly were. I was and very specific. Yeah. Yeah. It, I'm, and I'm. I'm blown away by this woman. You were telling me that she used to be the head of staff at a, a, a treatment center. A treatment yeah, center. Like the director, medical director. Or so something she's like that. very smart. She is older and very well put together and always has the right answer for you. But then you also asked, do you believe in the law of attraction? Yes. Cause that's so important to me that I don't sound crazy. It's like my psychiatrist. Have you mm. ever tried to explain the oh, law of attraction to a psychiatrist? My God. You sound insane. I was like, you know, Dr. Brady, the secret, manifesting, thinking thoughts and bringing stuff to uh-huh. you. And she was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. My psychiatrist thinks I am so insane and she's insane. Like for <laughs> real, she is so socially awkward and I'm getting better because she's putting me on all the right meds. So I'm like, hi, doctor, how are you? You look beautiful today. And she's like, uh-huh, okay. So why are you saying that? And I'm like, I don't know. You just look great. And she just like thinks I'm totally nuts and she's like so why were you out of town and I'm like I was in Chicago I'm on a podcast we did a live show she's like you're on a podcast and you did a live show right (laughs) is that right and I'm like 
Yeah. And she's like, how many people came? And I'm like, like 130. She's like, 130 people came to your live show. And I'm like, yes, it's true. Did I tell you what my psychiatrist said to me? No. I said, oh, I have an, I have an idea and I'm pitching it around town. Oh my and God. And if somebody buys it, I'll have my own TV show on the air. She goes, mm-hmm. <laughs> She goes, do other people think you're going to have a TV show on the air? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. She thinks I'm crazy. I There's that Kim Zolciak song where it's like, Google me, bitch. I need to <laughs> I need to play that when I go to my psychiatrist, like the guy in what's that movie where he plays the song on his shoulder? Uh, oh, the boombox. Yeah. Uh, John. Um, oh, shit. Whatever. It's so weird when someone else can't remember something. All of a sudden, you can't either. And then I, I get love so that movie. mad at the person who can't remember. <laughs> I, lo- I love that movie. Say anything. I, say anything. Say anything. Yes, I used to reference that in my act. I'm gonna bring a boombox, like say anything, to my psychiatrist with "Google Me, Bitch" playing, <laughs> standing outside her window, <laughs> and try to and see. Out of a restraining order <laughs> against you. <laughs> right. So this woman said. I believe in the law of attraction. Absolutely. She was just like, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. She goes, "Uh, yes, I do. And she started like quoting these old uh, like Buddhist monks and uh, this guy. uh, She told me to read autobiography of a yogi. Now, the minute I saw it, I was like, I'll never do that. Right. It's very thick. It's a book. with Too many (laughs) words in it. I don't. I can't read. I can't focus for more than. That's why I like the game of life and how to play because it, it's so small. Right. And you know, it's like there's nothing Lisa loves more than a pamphlet. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. I just can't. My I can't focus that long. Right. On no on problem. Something. That's a very big book. I like. I like documentaries. I like. Have you seen? Have you seen You Can Heal Your Life? Yeah, you gave it to me. Oh, I did? Mm-hmm, like 10 years ago. Okay, th- that's a good one. And so is What the Bleep. Mm-hmm. I love What the Bleep. Everybody out there, it's on Netflix, What the Bleep Do We Know, mm-hmm. the best mm-hmm. movie ever. Everybody has to watch it immediately, immediately, immediately. Yeah, and there's another documentary called I Am. I love that. Have you seen it? Yeah, the yeah. dude who directed Ace Ventura. Yes. Mm-hmm. He's huh. great. I yeah. want to marry him. Yeah. He's so great. Yeah. He, Sexy. Yeah, he's really sexy, you guys. The guy who directed Ace Ventura and a bunch of comedies, all of the comedies, actually. Like Jim Carrey. Yeah. He um, he was super rich and living in a mansion in Los Angeles and miserable, flying all around in his private plane. Absolutely miserable. He crashed his bike and was hurt really badly, right? And had a head injury. Yeah. And then he spent the next few months getting better and studying all the spiritual stuff. He sold everything. He lives in one of those like Matthew McConaughey campers in Malibu now and he's living his best life. Yeah. Happier than he's ever been. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully I don't get sad by things. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I was talking to my brother today and he was apologizing almost for wanting money in his life. Uh, And I was, I told him, I said, I love money. mm -hmm. Money's wonderful. Yeah. Money is, whoever said money is the root of all evil, evil is a jackass. Yeah. Like (laughs) that is like a fear-based thought. Money is energy. It buys you freedom, security. It buys you a purse. 
Mm-hmm. A massage, <laughs> something, to, a facial. Like it, if you're sad and you have money, you can go do something. Mm-hmm. You can go horseback riding. You, yeah, you can be like, I'm going to get lip injections. Like you can do whatever you want. Yeah. What, money provides me the ability to shoot the sketch I shot mm-hmm. the other day. Everybody watch it. And it's so funny. <laughs> can I post it in the Facebook? Yeah, group? please. Okay, I will. It's called Book Club is a Bitch. Yeah. And it's based on my book club. <laughs> it's a spiritual <laughs> book club. <laughs> yeah it's it, lisa always has book clubs where well i won't give it away okay yeah but b- this is based on our actual real life book clubs yeah yeah okay so you wanted to, oh you want me to tell you what my psychiatrist said. i'm sorry no, yes i do she's not my psychiatrist she's my therapist there's a team of people that take care of me <laughs> it takes a village <laughs> to raise an addict <laughs> <laughs> to raise a little Lisa. <laughs> I have so many people in my life that I need because I need so much help because I, I have issues, you know. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know this, but really I am bipolar one and I have major manic episodes. And sometimes I have to make sure that I'm not manic when I get into mm-hmm. this law of attraction stuff. Right. So I have to keep my I have to meditate a lot, like twice a day. But anyway, Dr. Monica Weil <laughs> told me <laughs> that she believes in affirmations and then if you write it down over and over again, all day long, pages of it, the same affirmation. I mean, she, not all day long, right? But she said you should have books and books of it, notebooks of it. What? Yes. Okay. Like, keep writing it. Like, remember the movie The Shining, you guys, where he was like, all work and no play, make Jack a dull boy. <laughs> That's what I'm going to write. <laughs> and this is like, like, I am so grateful that I have a television show on the air and I get to work with my friends and create comedy that makes people happy. So that's what your affirmation is going to be. Yes. Um, I'm so grateful I have a television show on the air and make with my friends and make content that makes people happy yes you're just gonna write a composition book full of that mm-hmm. and keep filling them up until I'm gonna fill it up yeah and then I'm gonna what's gonna happen is I'm gonna start to write it out and then I'm gonna feel in my body the excitement of what it feels like to like I'll be honest be honest I know that I'm starting work on Monday morning I gotta be uh, on set at 10 yeah. right yes like how fun it is I have a bunch of sketches and ideas that I've come up with over the weekend I get to pitch them in the room with the other writers yep and the network will be there and there's craft services and totally taken care of like somebody brings you coffee uh heaven okay so you're so you're just gonna write that down but the whole time you're writing it you're gonna feel all of those things Well, what happens is you start to get excited if you really mm. put yourself in the in the space of like what it's gonna feel like to have your own tv show do you know what the problem is though because i start getting more afraid afraid like, like what are you afraid i get of? when i re- think of what i really want i'm like oh well maybe later i'll be m- more well equipped to deal with that I, I relate to that because I, I get afraid I'm going to get manic and go into a manic yeah, episode and I, not be able to handle it. Yeah. I'm afraid I'm going to get overwhelmed. Mm-hmm, me so too. So here's what I do about that. I meditate and then I pray for humility. Mm. I, I ask the universe, please keep me humble. Keep me right size. Let me be a worker among workers. Let me not be grandiose. Mm. You know, let me stay in the moment. Mm-hmm. Help me to be in today. Help me to not futurize. You know, mm-hmm. it, which is tricky because you're supposed to visualize. But once you visualize and you put it out there and you get specific with the universe and you feel that feeling, then you can kind of release it, right? 
Yeah. And let it go and trust. It's coming. Cool. Now focus on the next indicated action. Yeah. I don't have to think about that so much anymore because the universal handle all the details. That's that was the topic of today's conversation. Focus on the what did we say? You said I want to focus on the what and not worry about the how. Focus on the what and not worry about the how. Yeah. That's this week's goal. So we were discussing this woman. Her name is Amy. Her her name is Dr. Monica. (laughs) (laughs) So Amy Purdy, you guys, was a snowboarder and she was also on Dancing with the Stars and she has prosthetic legs because she had to have her legs amputated at age 13. And she was on Oprah last week and she was on Super Soul Sunday, which is one of my favorite shows of all Uh. time to watch. I get so inspired. And she was saying to Oprah, uh, I knew I I was going to walk again, and I knew I was going to snowboard again. She goes, I just knew it with every fiber of my being. I believed it. I didn't know how, but I knew it was going to happen. Whoa. And she didn't worry about the how. She just took the next indicated action. Yeah. The next thing in front of you. Yep. So you're, you read me a quote from her. Did I write it down? Um, okay, she said, if your life was a book and you are the author, how would you want your story to go? Oh. And, and we can create our story. Yeah, we are. We, we are the artist mm-hmm. that gets to decide what kind of life we want to live. I was having lunch with my girlfriend, Natalie, the other day, and we were both kind of in a, I wouldn't say bad spot, but just, you know, it was one of the darker, Mm -hmm. darker days of, uh, in a while. And so we both had lunch and we were talking about it and trying to process it. And then after we paid the bill, I was like, let's just have a fake conversation. Like everything we want has happened. Like we're going to lunch. Oh my God. Yeah. This is so fun. Right? What a fun exercise. So I was just like, I like stood up because I'm very method. <laughs> sat back down. And I was like, Natalie. Wait, did you have your makeup done beforehand? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> I was like, Natalie, I can't believe it. I'm so excited. Like I, I can't. And she just got a really big part on Will and Grace in real life. Mm-hmm. The new Will and Grace. But then they cut it. Okay. So, isn't that so heartbreaking? So shitty. So I was like, Natalie, I heard that they brought it back. I can't believe it. And she's like, oh, my God, I can't either. She's like, I saw your book and it's doing so good. And we just talked for 10 minutes, like two crazy people, a pretend conversation of what we both wanted. And it it raised your vibration immediately. So high. Put you in a better mood. Mm -hmm. Right. And then you were out. You had that took that energy and went out into the world. Yeah. And then you attracted good things to you had the best day ever i love that well we used to do that in book club member we used to say megan you are you know who you are remember that one Mm -hmm. i know who i am i i know why i'm here i know what to do this is when we would all discover we hadn't read the book then we would do (laughs) affirmations so we would do these we were like a little coven and we still do it sometimes but we hold hands we'd light candles and we say this these affirmations out loud in a group together at the same time and this was so long ago and it would be like rachel o'brien annabelle and this is like i don't think annabelle ever came she did once she did yeah 
Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then we would, we would hold hands and we would say these affirmations like, money comes to me easily and effortlessly. Money comes, we'd say it like three times out loud. And then I would say to Megan, Megan, money comes to you easily and effortlessly. Thank you, Lisa. Money does come to me easily and effortlessly. Mm-hmm. Then I would turn to the person on my right and be like, well, I'll just do it back to you since there's no one else here. Lisa, <laughs> money comes to you easy and effortlessly. Oh, thank you. I know. Money comes to me easily and effortlessly. It, and then it's just so interesting because as soon as someone says that to you, you mm. feel it in your body. You feel like this little tingle of an excitement. And it's like, what is that? It's so magical. So is the key to the universe finding people as crazy as us to talk about this stuff with? I think it's surrounding yourself with like-minded people. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And sharing this stuff only with people who understand Oh, my gosh. Do not tell any naysayers about this because... No, because people don't understand. Yeah. And just, like, they don't vibe with it, and that's fine. Mm -hmm. And they... Yeah, they they don't buy into it or maybe they don't believe in God or maybe they have like this preconceived notion of what, or maybe they confuse it with religion, which Mm -hmm. is so different. I was raised super strict Catholic, which I now think is very creepy way to raise a child. (laughs) (laughs) When I was seven, I had to go into a box and confess my sins to an old man and Mm -hmm. tell him what I, how, how I sinned. And I literally had to make stuff up in the booth Oh I was, so I was lying. What would you make up as I was confessing? What would you make up? I would just be like, I was mean to my brother. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I was like, this is awful. I thought it's weird. Then you have to kneel in front of a you know a cross with Jesus hanging on it, with blood dripping down his face and thorns in the head. Mm. And that's the visual you look at the entire time you're in church is that is that visual. And then you're supposed to eat when you're seven and eight. You make your confirmation. You make your first communion. You eat the body and drink the blood of Christ. Yeah, that's a lot. It's like I look at my nephew who's 10 and, you know, I can't imagine when he was six or seven telling him that you got to go confess your sin. What sins does a seven year old have? Yeah. Yeah. So I have that. You know, okay, so I have that in my upbringing and in my DNA because up until I was, I was 15 years old, I was raised with these beliefs. Mm. So I have what are called negative core beliefs ah. that are deep down that I am now in the process of releasing. And one of them is that I'm bad. Mm-hmm. I have that one too. You do? Oh, yeah. Like I'm a bad person mm-hmm. or I feel like deep shame. I think it's that like obsessive compulsive kind of thing that sensitive people get in reaction to religion like that Mm -hmm. because I was exposed to that as well. Yeah. So I, I literally have to, I visualize myself in meditation. I visualize myself like you did that gross black belief. I visualize it coming up, moving through my body, up through my head and out into the universe and I let it go. Mm. And every day I've been doing it like I am now willing to release all the blocks that are holding me back from success. Yes. So you do that every morning? Every day. I meditate and I picture this, this negativity or this gross black piece of energy that's stuck in my body coming up and out and disappearing. So are those two separate things? Because I try to meditate and then 
do like some visualization and stuff like that and kind of make them a two part. Yeah. yeah. Do you make them separate as well or do you I integrate them? I start off with praying. Okay. Like I pray and I go, God, please re- relieve me of the bondage of self. That's Ooh. what I say. You know, because self-centered fear and those obsessive thoughts, that's just self, mm-hmm. you know? Ego? So, uh, yep, the ego. I say smash my ego. Let me be humble. Help me hear what you have to say. Direct and inspire my thinking. Oh, that's beautiful. I, I learned all this stuff in my 12-step program. I love that. Smash my ego. Yeah. So mm-hmm. then I, I, okay, so I say that prayer and then I, I sit there and I try to meditate, but my mind is too busy. <laughs> so then I will do this creative visualization where I'm uh, releasing what are called character defects in our program, but I don't like that because I think that sounds too negative. So I call them core beliefs. Ah, okay. Negative core beliefs. So that's when you do the releasing work. Yeah. And then do you visualize after that? Uh, meditate after that. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. And then I visualize throughout the day. Yeah, you're good at it. Just all day long. Yeah. Like when I'm taking a walk, listening to music, I'll just visualize. You're like, I'm visualizing that I'm talking to Monica instead of you right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, you're so funny. Which reminds me, guys, you you should come and see Megan do stand-up comedy. Oh my gosh, I'm doing Lisa's show this week. At the Laugh Factory, which I've never done before. I'm so excited. And it starts at 7.45. Which is a weird time to start mm-hmm. a show. But it's November 16th, Thursday night. Laugh Factory in Hollywood on Sunset. I have never produced a show there before. This is really? my first time. That's why I'm like excited about it. But I also feel a little bit of pressure. Like yeah. I have to prove myself mm-hmm. to this club and the owners yeah. and, and be, and, and pack the place out. And well, pr- listen, I'm going to be on the show. So yeah. there's <laughs> nothing to worry about. <laughs> so Megan is one of the funniest people I've ever met. Uh-huh. And you know, she's such a good stand up comic. Uh-huh. So you guys have to come out and see her. Anything I, I know I learned from you. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt that you were always funny when you came in. You were funny. It's just, yeah, it's a whole thing. The The shows you produce are some of my favorite comedy shows ever. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And yeah, we, nice. when I did your show in San Diego, a lot of people came and they it was just did. so fun. A lot of you guys were there and that was so sweet. It was so awesome. That was like one of the greatest experiences of my entire life in show business. To, really? To meet that group of girls that came to our show mm-hmm. and they all met up beforehand I know. and had dinner. I know. And then they came and supported our show. I can't. I was like, this feels like the best. I, I don't, I, I know people know it means a lot, but I don't think they will ever know how much it means that they listen to these podcasts and come support us. And I mean, and that you don't even have to come support us, even that you just listen to this. I um, know. It, it's crazy. I it, mean, because we have some exciting stuff we want to share and get it out and talk about this stuff and then to have somebody be receptive to it and, mm-hmm. and listen to it and then want to come back. It makes you want to live. <laughs> <laughs> right (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) I'm excited about life I was taking a walk this morning and I was listening to that song the story by Brandi Carlisle do you know that song oh no I don't think I do oh my god it's she says all of these lines across my face tell you the story of who I am and uh she she goes um 
Okay, all of these lines across my face oh, yeah. tell you the story yeah. of who I am. So many stories of where I've been and how I got to where I am. Aww. But these stories don't mean anything if you've got no one to tell them to it's true i was made for you that song is so beautiful Isn't it the most beautiful song ever written it's so beautiful p.s lisa just saying that like looking straight in my eyes <laughs> <laughs> i was walking and visualizing this morning and listening to that song and thinking to myself this is a true artist somebody wrote this song it came from their their Heart. soul and it was probably divinely channeled to, through them and onto the page and then they got somebody with a beautiful voice to sing or maybe she wrote it herself brandy carlisle probably wrote it and i'm just like i want to do that you uh, yeah you do well i do it but i like really want to do it on a massive scale yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> totally like i want to hang out with people like her yeah I yep. want to hang out with Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift is such a great <laughs> songwriter. She is. But sometimes I'm like, is it easier than it seems? What do you mean? Okay. I'm just going to take last night. Let me. Okay. I went to a birthday party last night. So I just feel like Taylor Swift would be like, walking through the doors. Don't know if I know anyone. <laughs> 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 then I see you at the bar and I feel like we're one. You, you know what I mean? And she just says really dumb shit i know but have you ever listened to shake it off i mean i mean really? i love shake it off yeah that's one of my favorites i mean she took what's going on and she flipped it and empowered herself by yeah. writing a song about it and making fun of these people mm-hmm. shake it off is so good it's such a great song it's really inspiring i i walk and listen to it and i'm i'm 50 and i'm like <laughs> shake it off shake it off yeah this should be your your stand-up song yeah, I love it. I shouldn't give hate to Taylor Swift. I mean, that's that's something that'll come back to you a million fold. I so. just think she's so lucky yeah. to be able to express herself fully and 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 have go to venues. I mean, it felt so good to go to the La Jolla Comedy Store and have you guys come because you were fans of the podcast. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine how wonderful it would feel to have hundreds of thousands of fans come to your show. Because they like what you do and they are coming to see you. So you guys share this podcast on um, <laughs> iTunes. <laughs> Subscribe. <laughs> We're going to need a few hundred thousand more of you. <laughs> but that's a dream to me. Yeah. A dream is to put on a show that people come because they know who you are. Yes. Because then they're already on your side. Yes. That's and so crazy to not have people. to like win over people. Right. They're your peeps. Mm-hmm. They're your friends. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wrote something down that kind of applies to this. Nope. No idea. Oh, affirmations. Yes. Okay. So yeah, what's your affirmation going to well, be that you're going to write down? Excuse me. Look at what I have right here. Oh, yes. the tr- I love this. So you guys, Dana Moon from Moon Me Podcast, the, one of the funniest people I've ever met and sweetest. We write our goals down about every two months. Um, two months ago, we met and we made goals. One of mine was to quit Ambien. I did for three days, then went on a date where we both took Ambien and 
uh, since that point on, I've been on it. So it went badly. Uh, I had other goals that were like, <laughs> start making a lot of money. Like, you know, it, nothing happened. Are you on Ambien right now? Be honest. I mean, it's probably still in my system. Okay. Yeah. Now, let me ask you, when you wrote down the affirmation about quitting Ambien, how did you phrase it? I am no longer taking Ambien. That's still a negative. I'm no longer taking, Mm. you know, I really think you have to frame it in such a positive way. I love sleeping naturally. Yeah. Like I sleep through the night like a baby. Mm. Yeah. 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 I I do sleep through the night like a colicky baby (laughs) (laughs) that didn't want to be born. Okay. So share what you wrote. Okay. So Dana and I wrote down our goals and for some reason we both did this because we shared them with each other and we're like, well, we both, we both made them way more positive and broad and not so goal oriented. Like Mm -hmm. here's a few of them. Not materialistic. Right. I allow the highest vibration to express through me. I raise other people's vibration. I am focused. I am inspired. I am direct. I am in flow. I am connected. The universe now reflects my brilliance and physical form. That is beautiful. Isn't that beautiful? I love it. That came straight from me. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, (laughs) You're a genius. You're a genius to the universe. (laughs) You're the genius to the universe. (laughs) She's a mentor to me, a teacher to many, and a genius to the universe. Oh my God. Okay. Um, Ooh, my heart chakra is open. That's beautiful. Okay. Yeah. Now are you, cause you want to attract love into your life, right? I don't know if that means romantically, but just, you know, I want to be open to everyone and mm-hmm. every situation and not. Yeah. My loving, you want to come from compassion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just be open uh-huh. because my, but you are, you are already all of these things. I'm not focused. Now, what's the affirmation about the focus? Say it again. I am focused. (laughs) (laughs) But you just discounted it by saying I'm not focused. I know. You're very focused right now. You're focused when you enjoy what you're doing. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. you just have to do more of what you enjoy. Right. Are you available for podcasts like every day? (laughs) (laughs) So you love talking about this stuff. I love talking about this. I love that. Um. Yeah, I'm doing my best. I wrote that down. Mm-hmm. Is that kind of sad? No. Okay. Uh, I'm specific, and I release resistance more and more. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Do you have, like, a few that you do every day? I do. I do this one that says I'm in the process of attracting large sums of money to me. Ooh, but isn't saying I'm in the process? Uh, because when I say I have tons of money it doesn't feel real to me it doesn't feel Ah. authentic it feels like a lie and I don't want it to feel like a lie in my body I want it to feel like the truth I am in the process resonates with me I love that yeah I love that so it feels truthful to say I'm in the process of attracting large sums of money because I know it's coming it's out there it's and I'm just waiting for it to show up and you have attracted a lot of money yeah there were times in my life where I was making Thank you. The gardener just showed up outside. (laughs) Great. Leaf blower. I now attract the leaf blower to leave. Um, Make like a leaf and leave. (laughs) Can I yell out that at him? 
um, yeah, I I have been in places before where I was attracting large sums of money, but it, it was it was kind of sad because I wasn't happy at the time. That was that the hate time when in my life. People say that because I've never like I've I've been around large sums of money. I guess because my my parents had money when I was growing up and Mm -hmm. I guess still do but it's not my money anymore but I wasn't happy either and that annoys me well I didn't appreciate it I didn't know how to appreciate it because I was severely depressed right you know and um then I prayed and I said help me and this voice I don't know if it's God higher self if it's if it's an angel if they're angels if they're guides I remember in the last episode, we were like, Lisa's either talking to God or having a manic episode. We yeah. don't, we don't really care I, though. I don't know. It's some, some voice, some mm-hmm. voice that's louder than all the other crazy ones comes in and says to me, go to AA and you'll have everything you ever wanted. Mm. And, and then, that's true. Yeah. And my life has changed like uh, dramatically since I, since I got sober. When, how long ago was that? 10 years ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. But like, I can honestly, truly say at 50 years old, I'm the happiest I've ever been. Really? Yeah. So, so I enjoy money and I appreciate money and I now know how to be grateful for it. Mm-hmm. You Instead know? Instead of just, yeah. You, you know how to be grateful for life. Right. Yeah. And my brother, I was telling you that my brother today was like almost ashamed of the fact that he, he wanted money in his life. Right. And I told him, you know, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. You know, there's no shame in wanting money. It's, yeah. It's so weird. Cause that verse money is the root of all evil is from the Bible. And it's actually the love of money is the root of all evil, which is so different. And people misquote it a lot. But I still think loving money is okay too. It is. It totally is. But I think if you make it the only thing, right, you can get disappointed. If you make it your higher power, exactly. So, like the love of money as your is your biggest higher power is the source of all evil. I can get behind that. You know, I yeah. see that in Hollywood. Yeah. But you should love money. It's it's like you said. It's energy and it's freedom. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a wonderful thing, and there's nothing wrong with wanting it in your life. Yeah, I, I, I do like money. And you guys, you guys all deserve money. Mm-hmm. Freedom. Mm-hmm. It's important. Mm-hmm. Well, it allows me to do my art. That's what I love about it, you know? And just see the world and do, yeah, yeah. I have no desire to see the world. Me either. Are you kidding? Really? You oh, don't none. like traveling? I used to when I was little, and thank God I got to do it because I did I'm it a lot over. when I was younger, but I don't like well, I don't want to go on a trip and my boyfriend wants to travel. <laughs> Where does like, he want to go? He likes, wants to go all over the place and see the world and go to Europe. And I'm like, I don't want to be on a plane for 15 hours, whatever that is. And, and then like have to, and then like sightsee. What do you, I hate that. Yeah. I don't like it either. Like look at stuff. Mm-hmm. Can I just look in a book at a picture <laughs> of a museum? Why yeah. do I need just to look go? in my mind that's connected then, to infin- and then what's infinity? What's the point? You're just looking around and going, "Oh yeah, there it is." Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> I've I've seen it too now. Listen, I used to love it, traveling, yeah. and, and sightseeing. Oh yeah, really? Oh my goodness, yeah, mm. I loved it. I don't relate. I don't get it. I don't like to travel. <laughs> I don't like to be out of my comfort. I love my home. Yeah, you know, I'm so appreciative that you came here today and met me here. 
Yeah, I always will. Yeah, thank you. I get nervous when I have to go out, not in Las Feliz or Silver Lake, which is where I live. <laughs> like last night, there was a birthday party that was in Hollywood. And the whole day I was like, like gagging on my food. I was like, <laughs> like so nervous about having to go find parking. And like, I so I hate that. it. It's so weird. I used to be so I adventurous. so relate to that. My boyfriend makes fun of me. Because he says that I won't go to certain restaurants because they don't have a good parking lot. I won't. Oh, I won't. I won't. And it's so weird when people want to go to places like that where I'm like, there's a place we can go where we can park, walk in, get our food easily and effortlessly and have a good conversation. But you want to go to some like a complicated place. Yeah. Just because it's new. Yeah. Oh, God. You know what I think it is? We're very sensitive to energies. Yeah. And I think driving around in traffic stresses us out because it's, um, we're sensitive and we, it's chaotic. Yeah. In Hollywood. Don't you feel? I hate it. The energy of the city, like, uh, it's, it's uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's chaotic. You're right. That's the only word for it. And yeah. there's no, there is no harmony. No. And, and people are uh, in a hurry. Mm hmm. And they're mean and they honk at you. <laughs> they yell at me so much. There's just like five places I like to eat and, you know, go. Me so, too. Yeah. Yeah. Thank I, you. Whatever, whatever you like in your life is fine. And I, I break out of it sometimes to be accommodating. I'm not as bad as Annabelle who will only eat at the Olive Garden <laughs> when we're traveling. <laughs> I love the Olive Garden. I I'll love try the bread. a new place. I mean, it's delicious. Who doesn't love the Olive Garden? But uh, yeah, you gotta you gotta try new things sometimes, right? Yes, you gotta step out of your comfort zone. I'm trying all these new things, and it's so uncomfortable. Such as it makes me feel sending emails to people asking Ooh. for what I need, um, setting boundaries, saying no to things. Oh my God, those are my three least favorite things to do. Yes. Cause then I all my people pleasing stuff comes yeah. up, and I want really want people to like me, yeah, and not be mad at me. Mm-hmm. I don't ever want to hurt someone's feelings, right? And I, at the expense of my own, I will sometimes, you know. So I have to take For care sure. of myself. Yeah. Okay. And no is a complete sentence. That's a isn't that a great quote? Yes. Yeah. You don't have to explain it. Nope. You don't have to further upon it. No. Yeah. No. I don't think I've ever just said that to somebody. Oh, that's not going to work for me. How about that one? I like that. That's not going to work for me. How about this? Let me think about that and get back to you. Ooh. Which I, is a I, really good one. I like that. Instead of like being put on the spot to say yes and then regretting it later. Mm-hmm. Everything I say yes to on the spot, I'm going to have to cancel. Yeah, exactly. You know? So, hmm. Let me think about that and get back to you. Cool. Yeah. Boundaries are so important. That's what our next episode is going to be about. Boundaries. Really? Boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. Because they are, they are the gift that keeps giving. Yeah. Otherwise, you can spend your whole precious life just doing stupid shit you don't want to do. Mm-hmm. Or pleasing others. Pleasing other people. Not taking care of yourself, and you're then you're not going to manifest. Uh uh-uh. uh You have to put yourself first. You have yep. to f- keep the focus on yourself. It's not selfish, by the way. Nope. We're told we're selfish if we think about ourselves. But the more you have, the more you have to give, right? Yep. So, so when you're focused on yourself, then you're at your best self, and then you're vibrating that 
and people and you can share and you're helping people. Yeah. I used to be super codependent and like not focus on myself and just focus on other people and drive myself crazy trying to help them all day and blah, 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 blah. And I was just further getting them off their track, me off my track. It's just a it didn't horrible. Help no, anybody. it doesn't help anybody. So right. what are your strongest tips for manifesting and affirmations that people can do this week as homework? Okay. Well, the first thing you can do is sit down, get quiet, meditate, ask the universe how you can be of service. Mm. Like, what can I do to help somebody? How can I help? Right. So coming from a place of help smashes the ego immediately. And then you're not coming from, you know, like, uh, I got to achieve. I want this, you know, it's, it's an authentic, nice place to come from. So you ask, how can I help? And then you wait to be divinely inspired. You wait or you start to pay attention because somebody will ask you for help. Yes. So then you start helping people and you start to feel better because you're raising your vibration. Yes. Right? So then you raise your vibration and you're in this state of being able to manifest very quickly. Mm-hmm. So then you cre- you visualize what you want. You write it down over and over and over again. Yep. You put it in your God box, which we've talked about before. Mm-hmm. So you turn it over to the universe. You don't worry about how it's going to happen or why. You're just going to ask for the next indicated action. Love it. Yeah. Little by little baby steps. Just go, what is the next indicated action universe? What should I do next? And then you get quiet and you wait. And you're going to get a divinely inspired thought that'll tell you, make this phone call. Or go for a walk. Mm. Or check your email. Okay. It, it, it like unfolds. It unfolds. Yeah. yeah. Don't try to figure it all out with your brain. You know? Because we can't figure stuff out. We got to let the... Got to let divine mother or nature or Mm -hmm. God or higher power direct your thinking. Amen. Yeah. You are such a genius to the universe. Oh my gosh. This is all stuff I've learned in reading tons of books and being in therapy and reading tons of first paragraphs of books. (laughs) Meditation (laughs) and spirituality and a combination of a bunch of stuff and my meds. Of course I take my medication. Hello. Can't forget to shout out to those. Me too. Yeah love them would would be dead without them yeah same so well tell us you'll come back oh my god i love this podcast this okay. is what this is my favorite thing i've ever done in the business oh my god i love it yeah yay okay okay so come back i'm coming back everybody come see us at our show on thursday yes it's gonna be so amazing um we and love you should you. get your tickets online early because it's gonna sell out okay i'll post it on the superficial magic perfect page and you post your um video yeah my book club video okay Okay. we love you guys so much we'll talk to you soon and have a very magical week thanks for listening bye Bye. this is what you gotta do ain't no treadmill no 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 ain't no bicycle no thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.